Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Welcome to another episode of Thinking Outside the Boombox. My name is Ahmad and I am your host. It is Wednesday, January 24th when you're listening to this. Uh, Track number 71. This week is award season. The second annual Thinking Outside the Boombox Hip Hop and R&B Awards. This episode will be just the Dig Deeper segment um, going over those awards. This year, I decided instead of me just doing the nominees and the voting to uh, open the voting up to an academy of sorts. So I got, you know, about 15 of the homies, gave them the nominations. They did the voting. So the winners in each category were decided very democratically. Um, so in the studio this week, um, I got my homie Joe, who is no stranger to the podcast. This marks his 12th appearance hey. on the podcast. <laughs> um, I also got the wife Karen. What up? Marking her fourth appearance on the podcast. Oh and in her very first appearance, we have Chloe. Oh. Hey. <laughs> welcome, welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you for having me. No problem. So, um,. As you probably can already guess, uh, these three were members of the newly appointed Academy. Um, they voted. They were, you know, instrumental to choosing the winners. So what we're going to do in this episode is present the awards. Um, so let's jump into the Dig Deeper segment. So let's start with the first category. 
concept album of the year. Uh, so this category was essentially for artists who released an album with a you know complete concept in mind, and it was based off of how successfully they executed on that concept and making a cohesive project um, around that. So the nominees were I Decided by Big Sean, All American Badass by Joey Badass, Trip by Janae Aiko, More Life by Drake, and Sweet Sexy Savage by Kalani. Mm -hmm. And the winner of this category, capturing 50% mm. of the votes, was All American Badass by Joey Badass. Hey. Let's go. Um, this was surprising. I I didn't I didn't think that that was uh, gonna be the case. Um, I voted for All American Badass. I believe Karen and Joe, you both voted for All American Badass as well. Chloe, you voted for Sweet <laughs> Sexy Savage by Kalani. I sure did. Why? What, give me, what was your reasoning? Um. Well, I just I I thought that it was such a great album. Um, like I just it basically fulfilled what the title was. There mm -hmm. was just it was this just uncoordinated mixture of her being sweet mm -hmm. and then savage and then a little sexy. Mm -hmm. So I'm just but I, and I'm also just like a, a super fan. I'm a little disappointed because I thought it was I thought it was so realistic. It did. It did get second place. I will say okay. that. But um, it's a lot of people were really feeling Joey Badass's album, and you know his concept um, for the most part for this album was very political. It was the first time he had uh, really, you know, done an album like this where the concept was so so obvious, mm -hmm. and uh, mm -hmm. and it was a departure from the music that he's made in the past. And I think it was executed very well. You know, it's, a, I think, one of the best albums that he's put out. Um, and, you know, I think it deserves a support. Any any comments? Other votees? Voters? I felt like the sound of this album was pretty cohesive overall. And mm -hmm. I think in these dark days, <laughs> I like an album that feels like a warm blanket of blackness mm -hmm. uh, yeah, around yeah. me in my day-to-day -day office work. Yeah. And so that earned my vote. Yeah, I feel the same way. I feel like, kind of like what you said when you when you talked about his album. Uh, I liked how he's he's a veteran, kind of. He's still mm -hmm. one of those young veterans. Right, right. But he really t made a, a bold decision to, to create a, a whole album based on what's going on in America and basically how black people are viewed. Mm -hmm. and, and, and basically from the black person's perspective where he's from, he just stuck to it the whole way, and it was so uplifting, but also so Absolutely. informative. Mm -hmm. And it was like a lot of feel good songs, kind of like what Karen was saying. It was a lot of feel good songs. It's like, all right, finally somebody like who creatively articulates like kind of like how I'm feeling as like you know me and him are like similar in age, mm -hmm. yeah, you know true. stuff like that. It's really good if somebody who's our age that still understands what's going on. Mm -hmm. You know that's not common based on the rap that's out now in their young twenties. True. You know, so I just appreciate this album and he stuck through it the whole way through. So 
Okay. I have a question. Mm-hmm. So, do we know, like, how did he do, like, as far as, I was going to say, album sales, but, like, streams in comparison to the other people that were on huh. the list? Mm, I would say, let's see. Hold on, let me pull up. The, I would uh, imagine More Life did. Yeah, I would imagine More, more Life probably took that category. He probably, I think, was about the same as Kalani. Mm-hmm. Um, Janae Eco probably received the less sales wise from that and big sean maybe a little bit above kalani and joy badass i would say okay and we got some beef from one of the panelists Uh-oh. about you including more life in this category at all right yeah. didn't ariel say that she oh she wasn't into it so you know more life was nominated because the concept of it being a playlist right like when i when i first Heard that. I kind of shook my head and was like, what are you doing, Drake? Yeah. But then I heard the album and I was like, you know what? It, it, from what he set out to do, I think he did that and more. So the concept of it being like a free flowing project that's not really centered on him. Um, he really let a lot of other artists shine. Um, and it was cohesive in that the music just kind of flowed from top to bottom, kind of like a playlist. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that was why it got that nomination. Yeah. So yeah, we did get some, we did get some flack for, from one of the panelists on and, that. And by the way, Drake has to be in some category. So <laughs> right. To right. Fit him somewhere. You know mm-hmm. how that That's true. And I think that was the only category <laughs> the only that he was nominated <laughs> in. So, you know, you know, and he didn't win. So, you know, that's you know, so, you know, <laughs> fine. Um, I will say, sorry, one more no, note. The concept of Janae Aiko's album <laughs> was just so poorly executed to me. The whole, like, uh, drug trip, yeah, psychedelic thing. Like, that. that is some of the worst voice acting I've heard in a long time. <laughs> and overall... <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> I hope she don't listen. Oh I hope she don't come across this. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, she, she the was album doing a lot. was very good. I just couldn't believe it, was, it for concept. It was, the concept part kind of killed it for her. Yeah. I would say maybe try. So she also did a short film um, based off of it. I would say maybe look at that as well, and then see if you feel the same way. And if you do, then it's still understandable. Fair, but I'll give it a try. I think that's that's something worth looking at. Yeah. Um. All right. So shout out to Joey Badass, his very first thinking outside the boombox award. Uh, I'll make sure you get that mail to you. Um, <laughs> so the next category was best rap feature. Um, so this obviously goes to the person who delivered the best verse on a rap song. The nominees were Cardi B on Motorsport, Nicki Minaj on Motorsport, Young Thug on Sacrifices, Travis Scott on Love Galore. Rihanna on Loyalty, and Rihanna on Lemon. And the winner <laughs> is Rihanna on Lemon. Hey! <laughs> two for two. Man. 43% of the vote. It's all right. I think it's going to be a hard right. night. <laughs> so, um, through Joe, Karen, and myself voted for Rihanna on Lemon. Once again, it's your first time. It's your first time. I want to go home. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all good. It's, it's all, all good. good. And you voted for Cardi B yeah, on Motorsport. Y- yeah. Now, I will say, out of when, when I first listened to Motorsport, everybody was excited about the Nicki verse. And I also was excited about the Nicki verse. But the more I listened to that song, the more 
I realized that Cardi B's verse was more important mm-hmm. than Nicki's verse, and Nicki's verse kind of didn't hold up off like more listens. So I understand that vote, and it also came in second place. So there were other people thinking the same way you did. Coming in second, <laughs> but you know Rihanna on Lemon, it was just she did do a good job. And yeah. She did a great job. And to be fair, that song also was the most recent to appear sort of out in the world, right? So Lemon. it might have just been, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it could have been recency bias. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also slaps. It does. It does. Like, I I only listened to that song for Rihanna. And, mm-hmm. like, the song is good. Oh, yeah. Like, N.E.R.D. is nice. But I listened to that song for Rihanna, and I might turn it off afterwards. Yeah. After she's done. I mean, that's, that's very factual. I honestly, I was trying to be completely unbiased in these votes, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't even know about the Lemon song mm. before I saw it on the list. Mm-hmm. The I think what helped Rihanna the most, and actually we were talking about this, Chloe and I were talking about this this morning, mm-hmm. was that the beat changed on her verse mm-hmm. to a harder beat. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, so it, it kind of gave her a little a boost up there. Yeah, that's true. She really didn't say nothing like, like boom, but it was just like... Who doesn't like hey when her yeah, part come yeah, on? Yeah, exactly. It was the energy of that's, it. That's that's how I always like with all of these votes. I was like, all right, which song do I want to? When I get the most emotional emotion out of, you know, what part mm-hmm. make me like mm-hmm. the most or want to rap it the most? And I think her part, hands down, was like the part I was like, yo, I gotta listen to that one again. I agree. You know, so. but then like lyrically, no, I I really liked it. Would come in second for me too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, I don't even know. It didn't even make any sense. <laughs> It's about the way that she says exactly. things. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like longer than LeBron. I'm like, yeah. Ah, ah. Okay. She's like, what, what do you mean? She's like, right, pull up in a lemon. Okay, we riding in fruits and vegetables now. She's a lemon. Yeah, I didn't know what that is. <laughs> I didn't know what that is to this day. She got my vote. She said the beat tastes like lunch and it's running from veneers, but it's running on the front or something like that. What is she talking about? But you can't stop that. You can't. Okay. You can't. You can't. You can't. You can't. That's funny. Also, I think this is the first time I've ever believed Rihanna rapping. Mm. You didn't believe uh, loyalty was a little no. That was like half singing. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was like sing rapping. It was in. Yeah, it was, it was in between. It was. It was. It was. It was still nice though. But yeah, yeah, yeah I, see, I see what you mean. Like this feature made sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So okay, okay. Shout out to Rihanna. Um. I think. I think she. She did that. She really deserved to get that win. So. Congrats to her. Can I can I just give one shout out to Cardi B? Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, Cardi B, if you listening, girl, I tried for you, and um, I think that you did an amazing job. I think the way that you pronounce your B's is crazy, and I love it. Um, and we gonna win. Something. All right, that's Something. it. That's beautiful. That's yeah. beautiful. That was, yes, yes. <laughs> it was heartfelt, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That she came she from deserved my heart. it. She deserved it. Because the verse was hard. It, it was, was good. good. It was good. Um, next up is best new artist, and so the criteria for this category was an artist that released a project in the eligibility period that. Uh, broke them into the mainstream. So they don't necessarily need to be a new artist as far as like, this is the first thing they've done, but it's more so they're new to mainstream. So mm-hmm. they put out an, uh, a project that like really introduced them to more people. The nominees were A Boogie with the Hoodie, mm-hmm. 
her, mm-hmm. Rhapsody, mm-hmm. Daniel Caesar, mm-hmm. and SZA. Mm-hmm. Now, this category, <laughs> over any of the other categories, featured an artist receiving the most votes. 86% Ooh. of the vote went to this one artist. And the winner All right, no, yeah. was SZA. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. That was easy. And we all voted for SZA. So. Yes. <laughs> but but uh-huh. I think Daniel Caesar came into a hard second. Like, yeah. that made it, was, me it was a tough category. That made me think a little bit, though. Mm-hmm. I, that's all I got to say. That, that one really did. I was like... Only because SZA isn't really new to me. Right, right. And so I was like, all right, but if she's on here, I have to vote for her. That was the only reason why she wasn't going to win. I was like, but she's not new. And I was like, okay, yeah. she's on here. I have to do and, it. And the reason for that is because, so she came, she's come out with a few projects before Control. She came out with S and Z. Mm-hmm. Um, but those, you know, those projects were really known to the people who just, like, knew SZA and, like, like were messing with TDE. Yeah. But, like, Control opened her up to... Like a, a like, an entirely different amount of people. Like mm-hmm. she's on the radio now. She wasn't on the radio before. Like now she's got like maybe two songs on the radio. I think the weekend and Love Galore are both yeah. on the radio. Maybe Supermodel. So that fact, the reason that you know it opened her up to a much larger audience is why she got nominated. Yeah. And and that that's the same way that the Grammy chooses that category, which is how. People are always mad when people win the Best New Artist category for the Grammys because it's never somebody new, (laughs) per se. Like, Chance won it, Esperanza Spalding won it one year, and people were like, what? But, you know, it it always makes sense if you look at it under that lens. But, yeah, we all agreed on SZA. It was a great year for her, and, you know, she's probably going to see some more spoils later on, you know? Who knows? Maybe we'll talk about it. Um, Okay, so shout out to SZA. Um, Let's jump into... Best music video. Ooh. Now, this was the most hotly contested category <laughs> until yesterday, until the final vote came in. There was a three-way tie for second. Whoa. I think so, I was the last person to vote. No, not even. Oh, okay. <laughs> not even. <laughs> so, um, obviously, this is for uh, the person who delivered the best music video. There are two winners. There were so many nominees. I was like, look, we got to give this up to two people. Um, so this award will go out to two two artists. The nominees are I'm Better by Missy Elliott, Wild Thoughts featuring Rihanna and Bryson Tiller by DJ Khaled, Humble by Kendrick Lamar, DNA by Kendrick Lamar, May I Have This Dance, featuring Chance the Rapper by Francis and the Lights. The Story of OJ by Jay-Z. Moonlight by Jay-Z. Wyclef John by Young Thug. Homie, featuring Meek Mill by Young Thug. And finally, I'm Not Racist by Joyner Lucas. So, the first winner of this award, the one that was solid, like, it was for sure, um even before yesterday, going to win, is The Story of O.J. by Jay-Z. What? And that was... Let's see, who voted for that one? Uh, So Chloe and I voted for The Story of O.J. And the final winner, and I was very surprised by this. Like, I still can't even believe that this is the winner. But the second winner is DNA by Kendrick Lamar. What? Yeah. (laughs) So none of us voted for DNA. 
Mm-mm. Like, yeah, no, none of us voted for DNA, but it received um, the majority of the votes with the story of OJ. That's funny. And it was until the last vote, it was tied with I'm Better Thank by you. Missy Elliott and Humble by Kendrick Lamar. I don't understand. <laughs> Those are actually my two votes, by yeah, the way. Yeah, same. <laughs> same. I don't understand how Missy Elliott could be in this category and lose, because what? <laughs> sure. They was getting it on them yoga balls. Yeah, they were. <laughs> mm, killing and Missy Elliott has been killing it for years. Thank she you. They, look, like me and Carrie are in the same category. <laughs> honestly, like, we had the same two votes. Yeah, you both voted for I'm Better. Know somebody else. Like, <laughs> and you voted for Humble. I think uh, I'm wrong. I think I voted, she voted for, for Moonlight. Moonlight. Oh, okay. All right. That was a good one, too. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. It, it was surprising. So, I voted for Humble in the story of OJ. There was no way I couldn't vote for Humble just because when I looked at, like, the visuals and the imagery mm-hmm. um, that Kendrick and his team put together for that song, I was, like, you you see something different every time you watch the video. And, you know, to put that much effort into something that, you know, I feel like most people would say has died out as far as music videos go. Like, they're mm-hmm. not really showing music videos on TV anymore. Mm-hmm. So you have to seek out a music video to see it nowadays. Yeah. So to put that much effort into it and come up with something like that, I thought was uh, admirable. So that's why I voted for Humble. Story of OJ, just from, you know, historical concept and what Jay-Z was rapping about in that song specifically and how he, you know weaved those historical like animations Mm -hmm. into the music video i thought was you know iconic so i was like i i gotta vote for that as well it was hard i'm better was my third choice it was it came down to the wire i will say i wasn't expecting a whole lot when i saw the animation from the story of oj yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it was much 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 better than i thought it was gonna be Mm -hmm. it's such an easy thing to do poorly that whole like yeah mildly racist cartoon Mm -hmm. situation but i thought he did well he did i I don't understand how moonlight i i felt like i had to it was gonna get my top vote the first time i saw it but then the fact that I had to watch another 10-minute video to understand the 7-minute <laughs> video I saw, <laughs> you don't deserve a win to me. You Wait, know? No, what was the 10-minute t- video? It was just explaining, like, when they walked into the darkness, what it meant. God, and then when he sat on the bench and looked at the moon. Like, I didn't understand. I just thought, like, oh, I thought it was going to be a 15-minute video. Like, oh, yeah, all of these actors. What's next? It's over. <laughs> you know? Like, I was like... <laughs> What I was it was like, it was a strange video, but I think and I mean Karen, you voted for this, so maybe you can speak to sure. it. But I think the remaking of Friends as a black show mm-hmm. in the in the beginning of that video was very interesting, specifically because Friends in itself um, was taken from Living Single. I didn't know that till I watched the ten minute video. Ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> And him weaving that in with the whole La La Land Moonlight controversy at the Oscars mm-hmm. last year, I think spoke to a you know greater point of how black people in the entertainment industry you know are taken for granted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
And I thought the the added layer of the fact that we just discovered that most of the people in that video were on the Carmichael show together. Right. Mm -hmm. Which was sort of a a very traditional sitcom Mm -hmm. for these days when, you know, everybody's sort of trying to elevate what they're doing on TV. Mm -hmm. Um, And it seemed to me to be saying in the video that if a black comedian especially wants to break into the mainstream, he has to sort of bring his humor down to like the lowest common denominator of white America's sense of humor. Mm. And so eventually you just sort of go into shock and like, you can't deal with it anymore. And to me, that was what was happening when Issa Rae grabbed his hand and took him outside. And that's what Hannibal (laughs) Barris was saying. Like, man, this is not funny. Like, as a comedian who's known Hannibal Barris being behind the scenes saying like, this is not funny. And then Carmichael, he was just sitting there like, what am I doing right now? Yeah. <laughs> you know, but uh, yeah, that's and they and when I looked at the ten minute video, I have to address it because I would. <laughs> Who made this ten minute video? I don't know. It was right under it. I was like, what did I just oh. see? You know, like I, <laughs> I don't know. I know it has underlying meanings. Like if you know anything about Jay Z and Beyonce, they have some hidden messages in there. Yeah. But they were saying they brought them into the darkness because a lot of a lot of contracts and negotiations are done in the dark. Mm. at nighttime when nobody else is watching and so like but the moon you know whatever (laughs) (laughs) but but like that's why it took him and like it was basically like negotiation i don't know it was it was an interesting video but i definitely had to watch that to really understand it but it was it was Mm. some things you can see from just watching it right because my first thought processes was like why are all these great actors on this whack sitcom? You know what I mean? And that's <laughs> kind of like what you're saying. Question. Yeah, like, yeah, like this was so corny, but it was all these up and coming, not only great actors, but up and coming yeah, actors yeah. that mm-hmm. were about like, they already made that curb into being great, you know, mm-hmm. you know, so, yeah. I have a question again. Mm-hmm. So where did um, I'm Not Racist fall? That was my um, second vote. Let me see. You were the only one that voted for it. <laughs> but Don't laugh at her. <laughs> Y'all mean. <laughs> Why are you laughing? I'm different and that's okay. My mom already told me. Look. Um, <laughs> now. I don't understand why I was the only one. I thought that was an amazing. It, it was sitting at a table, and that's why I nominated it. But it was, it was, it was simple. Like the power was in the words, and then the casting was amazing. Like that yeah. guy looked like a Make America Great it was Again. Two people. You see, so you getting caught up in all the glitz and glam and all of that. It was, all it right. was simple. It was simple, and it and got so, the message across. And I think that I think that's maybe why it didn't get a lot of votes. It was in a stacked category with a lot of videos that did a lot of things like visually, yeah, and like you know. But like as far as impact, I don't know if any video was more impactful right. than like what Jordan Lucas set mm-hmm. out to do in that one. So yeah, I can definitely understand the vote for it, and that's the main reason why I felt it needed to be nominated in that category. It I was appreciate extremely, you putting it on here because I was really excited. Impactful. It was extremely. Impactful. Why didn't you vote for it then? <laughs> I, I with your impactful. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't think it was like. Granted, the video was. I get what the, it was trying to come across. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Uh, that you have to talk to somebody and hear both perspectives. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, I admire the black guy's patience in that video. Uh-huh. I, I mean, like, I just think that when it comes to other things, like it was it could it could have been shot on my phone in mm-hmm. this very room, 
slash like you know or in any studio and be like with a table and it could have been done. Mm. And I I didn't think it was hard to find a white guy that's heavy set that looks racist. That sounds very bad. So you guys didn't think a lot of work was put into it. No, I don't. I I think it was more work put into the the, the lyrics of it, and I think and that's, the okay. fact that they were the, the fact that they thought to have them sitting at a table for that song makes sense. That's mm-hmm. the only way. Like if you try to do a cartoon like Jay Z, or if you try to do like a Kendrick Lamar, like you'd be like, nah. Like they a conversation like that really the uh, or the lyrics like that really should be like sitting at a table hearing both sides you know what i'm saying i i can see okay i can see that that thought in that the song could have had the same impact without the video like if you just heard the song and didn't see the video i heard the yeah. song like first. you could like, you could get that same impact so okay i i, I can I can see that point. I can see that point. I, to me, that's what made the video so genius, though. Mm-hmm. Was like the words were so rich that yeah. if he had done too much, it would have overshadowed. Yeah. So yeah. that's what made it so genius to me. I, I, and I like people who don't have to do a lot. Like mm-hmm. he's mm-hmm. super talented lyrically, and yeah. I, I start like going through all yeah, of his. He's, he's really, he's really, really talented. Yeah. What was it? He was like rapping backwards for yeah. like oh, it was. Wow. Yeah, yeah his, he's got a lot of really interesting concepts, and also he can just like shred a beat to to pieces. He's mm-hmm. yeah, he's really good. Yeah. He's he's somebody I think to look out for this year and in the coming years. I think people are gonna sleep on him, but he's he's got a lot to say. And he's been out for a minute. Yeah, yeah, I was he's surprised by that. Good songs. Who was he signed with? I don't know. Um, Nobody. I don't think. I think he might be independent. Thanks. All right, so shout out to DNA by Kendrick Lamar. Also, also want to say that I do think DNA was a great video. The whole Don Cheadle thing in the beginning mm-hmm. is pretty ingenious. So I, I'm not, I don't hate that it won. I was just surprised mm-hmm. um, that those two won out. Uh, so let's jump into the next category: Best R&B Album. Um, the nominees are Finn or Fiend. I never know how to say that. I think Fiend. Fiend by Sid. Control by SZA, Morning After by Division, Freudian by Daniel Caesar, and 1111 Reset by Keisha Cole. Mm. The winner of this category, receiving 64% of the votes, was Control by SZA. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I see it. Sound about right. <laughs> yep. Uh, Joe, you voted for Morning After. Yeah. Any any thoughts? I love them. I love Division. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, honestly, this was one of the... This was... To me, this was like... One of the hardest categories for me. Yeah, it was hard. I like Sid. I love SZA. I love Daniel Caesar, as I stated before. Mm-hmm. But I didn't listen to Keisha Cole. But the vision was like the one I'm like, even though it was pretty, like I have to listen to this again. Mm-hmm. And I was on repeat along with Control and Daniel Caesar. Like, yeah, it was it was tough between those three. Really, 2017 was an amazing year for R and B. It really was. Um, so it's yeah, it was somebody had to win, but everybody in this category really brought I think their best work. Uh, well, maybe not Keisha's best work. But, yeah, I don't think you know, yeah, I'm curious best. to why why you put her on here. <laughs> so Cause it just it, it was I was looking out. I'm like that makes it. Bad. So I, I just listened know. to the ones with the stars by it. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> so I definitely so, heard better from her. So I, I thought think. that this album was really good from Keisha in that 
um, and what she said in the title. And we also watched a lot of Love and Hip Hop, so we got a little more Me insight too. into like what she was doing with this album. But <laughs> the fact that she was resetting her career with this album put a lot of things in context into what I expected from it. And I thought that she exceeded my expectations as far as what she delivered. It's, you know, I don't think it's as good as like maybe her first project, which I think is what everybody will say is her best. But I thought that in today's R&B genre, she delivered a project that was still, you know, better than a lot of the like projects that are being like filtered out there. So, you know, I decided to give her a shout for that, you know. Okay. Yeah, I think for me this category came down to which album I still listen to mm-hmm. over and over again months after it's been out. Yeah. And Control just by far yeah. took yeah. it for me. That's mm-hmm. facts. And it was so, and that would be just to, just based on that. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like what you said in um, the, the album of the year category. It's, it would have, like, Sid did so well, but it came out, like, around this time last year. Mm-hmm. So for it to be still in rotation after, like, a full year would have been really tough yeah. you know what I mean? mm-hmm. like not Absolutely. many albums stay in somebody's constant rotation for a full year mm-hmm. and that album you know? is so sort of soft yeah. and yeah it's just sort of not made to stick around yeah the same way. yeah 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 but like control this collection of thoughty anthems <laughs> <laughs> but also relatable yeah yeah. yeah 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 what can you say it was a really yeah. good album it was a really i'm not mad at that i lost that album <laughs> yeah yeah i definitely knew that was like the favorite going <laughs> in like, so so y'all watch love and hip-hop yeah only oh, only hollywood oh uh, okay enough <laughs> said <laughs> we'll talk Nuff later after. <laughs> yeah yeah we'll, we'll discuss <laughs> let's set something up after this is over. <laughs> right <laughs> Um, okay, so shout out to SZA winning her second award of the night. Hey. Um, let's jump right into best R&B song. Oh. Um, so <laughs> I can't remember if I gave the criteria that this was about songwriting or not for this one. Okay, so uh, the nominees were The Weeknd by SZA. Uh, I never know how to pronounce Nut this. Time. Nut time, tech take, time, take or is it no time, take time? Like I don't know how I'm supposed to take say time. it. I think we can just say it like we're American. Okay, yeah, we don't have to. You know, I was take it's spelled time. like that, so I'm no trying to. No time, take time. Yeah, take, sure. That's that how one. I say it. That's <laughs> how we say it. It's all, all Midwestern. It's fine. Um, still down by her. Mm. No by Sid. Wild Thoughts by DJ Khaled featuring Rihanna and Bryson Tiller. Because let's be real, that's really Rihanna's song. Um, and Blessed by Daniel Caesar. Mm-hmm. Taking on 43% of the vote, the winner of this category, SZA once again with The, the Weeknd. Not surprised. What? Not surprised at all. Now, America. Let, America. Me, let me see. <laughs> Why so, are you so shocked? Oh, we were, we were, we were all over the place. Listen. So Chloe and I voted for The Weeknd. Karen, you voted for Blessed by Daniel Caesar. Joe, you voted for No Time, Take Time. Any thoughts? I mean... <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. I, I need to calm to down explode. a little bit. <laughs> uh, the Weeknd is a good song. I like it a lot. Uh-huh. But I get like chills a little bit when I listen to the song Blessed. Mm-hmm. It's, I think I'm a sucker for that kind of corny sugary r&b songwriting and his vocals are so good they are and then that scene scene in um insecure 
the like uh, fake flashback. I, I can't. I can't. Yeah, I, yeah. I it, it took second place. Win. It took second okay. place. Yeah. So All right. cool with that. Okay. <laughs> All right, no, you, you, you go. go <laughs> now, Joe. <laughs> so, Joe, before you start, let me inform you that you're the only one that voted for this. Wow. <laughs> you can laugh at me now, Chloe. <laughs> I wanted to give. Her, I wanted to give her the opportunity. <laughs> it's only right. <laughs> It's only right. It's only right. Um, <laughs> do you, do you want to defend defend your choice? Not that I think it was a bad choice. I really I love don't. That song. I, I I absolutely love that song. And for me, I have to be honest with myself. It, this was, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, this was one of the the toughest categories for me as well, just because. Still, I still I, I love her and still down. Mm-hmm. I love Bless with Daniel Caesar. I can't say how much I like Daniel Caesar, obviously, but when it comes to division, so so my top two were The Weekend and No Time Take Time. Okay, and so <laughs> I love I how you just, just I had to blur it through. I had to just <laughs> run right time. through it. You just, you just kind of mixed them. I like that. Okay, and uh, I had to think about which one do I sing the hardest on. Like I mm. really sang. No time, take time. I really <laughs> say say one more time. No time. <laughs> I really, I really sing that one, and I put that one on repeat without a question. Now the weekend is nice, but not relatable. That's why I didn't get my vote. The weekend is absolutely not relatable to me, even if I was a woman. Mm. <laughs> so I was like, that's fair. That's fair. So when it came that's... to like you. The chills thing, like Karen said, when you when you in a relationship, you just don't got enough time. No time. <laughs> but, you're right. but you want to take time. You want to take time. <laughs> you know, it gets it's an easy vote. It's an easy vote. And and to to also to defend that choice, you know, the transition um, between like the first part of Ooh. that song to the second is masterfully done. Yes, I think it's. The best song on uh, Morning After, and it was number honest. two. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and I'm a sucker <laughs> for like you're a sucker for those. Th- I'm a sucker for like double songs and one. Yeah, I if, like if done correctly. It can. It can. <laughs> when you hear the song ending, but you see four more minutes, you be, yeah, you're like, what? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> you know, I feel you. So yeah, That's, it's okay. It's okay. I got a hot take. Ooh, I didn't get this album. Oh. By division. Whoa. I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> that one burned going down. And I loved, I loved the first one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the first one? It's what was it so called? September 9th? September 5th. September 5th. You remember that Beautiful. One? Uh-huh. There were a couple of th- throwaway tracks, but like, Just like I could me. listen to it back to back over and over again. Mm-hmm. This one didn't land for me, and I don't uh-huh. know what it is. That's interesting. Oh, I don't know how to address that. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, I, I feel you. I feel you. It was a little different. Mm-hmm. The, the other one was so like, I don't know. It was so romantic. Like, I don't it know was. how to explain it, but it was so, yeah. such like caking music throughout the entire mm-hmm. album. Yeah. Straight caking. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you can put that, even just the instrumentals in the background. Right. right. You know, and, you know, so... I can see how this can be a little different than the other one. Like, there was no The Line on this album. We crossed. (laughs) 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 You know, I think this gave me more of a Drake-ish feeling. 
Huh. Like it was like Drake songs with better vocals. He had his hand. And in usually it. when I listen to Drake where, songs where he sings, that's what I say I want. Mm-hmm. But this didn't do it for me, and maybe it was just a matter of expectations. Yeah, it's, it's definitely higher expectation after September fifth. I was expecting like a lot too. I don't think it was kind of like a, a what was it like the Views album where it was good, but it didn't meet what Drake put out previously mm-hmm. or what he's known for, but it was still good. You know what I mean? I don't think this one was better than September 5th at all. I don't. Okay. But I still think it was good. So I, I understand where you're coming from. It didn't hit the same yeah. nerve, but it hit something. You know? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it hit. It hit okay. something. No. I'm glad we could reach some sort of resolution <laughs> Thank you for helping me talk through that. Yeah, no, no problem. problem. Um, so shout out to Sizzler winning her third Dang. award of the night. Mm-hmm. Racking up. Right, she is. Man. Um, The next category is best trap banger Mm -hmm. uh this category you know is for the ultimate turn-up song of the year Mm. you know the the one that gets you know gets you hype the one with the most energy the category uh the nominees were bodak yellow by cardi b bank account by 21 savage t-shirt by migos woke up like this by playboy cardi gummo by six nine plain jane by asap ferg Mm. Taking 71% of the vote. <laughs> Bodak Yellow by Cardi B. Hey! Yeah, yeah, that was, that was really easy. Yeah. 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 Like, easy. I, I, you know, out of yes. all the categories, I thought that this one might have been unanimous, but uh, Bank Account got a vote. Gummo got a vote. Plain Jane got two Gummo votes. Gummo got a vote? Gummo got a vote. Plain Jane Plain. was my second vote. Gummo? Yeah. Um, but most of the most of the academy thought that Cardi B deserved this award. Song and I mean, of the summer. Yeah, I mean, the like, song of the summer. Like, Almost, yeah. it, it it couldn't be anything else in yeah. my opinion. It was it was I, it was ironic because I just happened to be in a setting where mm-hmm. th- these songs were played, and the one hands down that every woman in there was rapping to their best friends and then you turn yeah. around you see their man or the guy uh-huh. and he knows it too <laughs> which was a shock to me because I still don't know the lyrics but just being around Chloe I have to know at least a verse or two right, right. we wouldn't be able to sustain conversation <laughs> <laughs> right. but uh, like but I, I was so sh- this this song was hands down gets everybody going in yeah. any type of setting. Yeah. yeah. Any type of setting. Hands down. Yeah, you hear that dun 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 Cordy. Cordy. Yeah, they played this song at my company Christmas party. What? And saw a different song. Every black person yeah. got up and danced. Literally. And a you few have white to. people, I'm sure. Uh-huh. For the culture. They stayed the respectfully culture. on the periphery. Yeah. But... yeah. You have to be like, hold on one second. Uh, <laughs> I'll be right back. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. So, sh- you know, shout out to Cardi. You know, even beyond this award show, I think Cardi B is, is she had a great year and I think mm-hmm. is set, if she, if she can stay off social media, I think she is set to have an even bigger 2018. But she's she's been getting into a lot of drama on the internet that is... It's not looking really good. That's but. good for one's career these days. She <laughs> started yeah. on reality TV, I guess. I know. It's like, what I know. She has you a know, documentary you... out. Oh, she? yeah, on title, on I think. Title, I just, yeah, yeah I just found out about that. It's called, like, something mother effers. Yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's me. I'm here, mother effers. Yeah, I think it's yeah. that. That seems like Cardi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is Barty. Yeah, but I, I think that I was, I was, I'm still not sold on her as an artist yet. 
Mm. I feel like I need to hear a project. I need to hear a project. But somebody was saying, like, she can just ride the wave and put out features and, like, like new era is like it's not as much pressure for artists to put out albums anymore. She, so like, she got to drop what, one though. She she, she got to drop does. one before and she wants to. She wants to. Yeah, and 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 she released a single, uh, Cartier Barty. So mm. there, we'll get an album this year. I, I can probably ninety five percent guarantee that. Um, it, what it sounds like is what everybody is wanting. I think she mentioned that it was gonna, uh, what she say, have some like reggae sounds to it mm-hmm. which i i could see working with with what she does so we'll, we'll see how that goes yeah um once again shout out to cardi yeah yeah best luck to you so mm-hmm. the next category best lyricist um so this one you know it's hard to really um put an objective opinion on you know what a good lyricist is so this was subject to what you know the voters consider to be good lyricists good lyricism um to me it's someone uh it can mean a multitude of things and they don't have to be all of these things to be a good lyricist um but it's about you know being able to tell a story in your your rhymes being able to be witty you know punchlines wordplay um, you know, rhyme schemes, things like that. All of those, you don't need all of them, but you need some of them to be a good lyricist. So that was what I took into account when I nominated these artists. And the nominees were Kendrick Lamar, Big Crit, Method Man, Rhapsody, and Big Sean. And taking 64% of the vote was Kendrick Lamar. Now, I will say... I did not vote for Kendrick in this category, which is probably shocking. Right. None of us voted for Kendrick yeah. in this category. Yeah. Um, so out of the the sixty four percent that voted, we we were part of the thirty six. All of us right here. <laughs> that's funny. Um, Karen and I voted for Rhapsody. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, Chloe voted for Big Sean. Joe voted for Big Crit. Yep. Don't make that face. <laughs> now this was a tough category i think any of the people we voted for could have gone home with it yeah um personally why i voted for rhapsody um is because you know lyrically i think she's one of the best mcs in the game and that's just period like over she can rap better than most of the male artists in the game so you know and especially how hard she came on her album this year, you know, the lyricism was top notch, like better than I've ever heard her before. So, you know, as good as Kendrick is, and I can acknowledge how great of a lyricist he is, I thought that she was, you know, just a step higher. So that's why I voted for her. Um, you all want to, what are your thoughts on who you voted for? I mean, I would echo everything you said. Mm. I know we're not supposed to pit women artists against each other, but but she's she's, she's the better best. than ten Nicki Minaj's. Yeah, yeah, and I will I will other. I will say that a million times. Like Rhapsody could outrap Nicki Minaj any day. Definitely. <clears throat> I I voted for Big Crit. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge fan of Big Crit. Right. Um, it was for me. It was between Kendrick and Big Crit. 
Uh-huh. Um, I, I was I, I was trying to put my mind back in a time frame where I made this decision, but I remember just like closing my eyes and listening to the best lyrics, the lyrical song of both of them. And I was just like, all right, crit, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, that's kind of like how I made my decision. But Rhapsody, I haven't been a fan of her as long enough mm. for me. Mm. Okay. So I definitely have to be more informed on her, excuse me, excuse me again, on, on her music yeah, and her bars because I know she's good. And mm-hmm. when I, I presented this same list to some of my friends and they were shocked I didn't put her too. That's yeah. when I was like, okay, I'm definitely, I'm lacking right now. I'm <laughs> yeah. definitely lacking. So um, I definitely got to give her a try. Uh, but yeah, that's how I picked Big Crit. It was okay. between Kendrick and Big Crit. So. Okay. Chloe, here, you want to advocate for Big Sean? Um, he advocates for himself. <laughs> um, Yikes. No. <laughs> you heard oh. that, Big Sean? <laughs> need to come to the studio buddy <laughs> no <laughs> whatever um no i i i kind of echo what everyone else was saying except insert big sean's name uh-huh. um i've been a fan of his since dark sky paradise like i loved every song on that and i don't i don't know if i liked every song on i decided but i i just like how he moves lyrically in comparison to everyone else on the list mm-hmm. so add me being a bandwagon fan <laughs> to me not really knowing anybody else on this list i'm surprised you didn't put lupe on there since we just had that <laughs> let's see but it was about it was about this year yeah lupe didn't really do anything this year. <laughs> but yeah we did have that whole discussion and about i feel like you can't you can't deny kendrick lamar yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah, yeah. I'm not mad at it, and I figured he would win. I, I gotta say something about this. I just can't. Um, he confuses me. <laughs> say more. Say more. Um, so I think it wasn't until recently, like the most recent album, like Humble and DNA, uh-huh. like, like man, okay, I I understood him. A lot of his work, I used to just be so confused. Like, what is this dude talking about? Like, I listened to his verse on Control, uh-huh. and there were just some parts. Like, I don't know. He just makes references that for me early on, I had to do research. I'm like, what the heck is he? Like, I don't know. He just wasn't an easy rapper mm. to listen to, and his his stuff is just so jam packed with like these like metaphors, and then he actually have like historical things. It's just like he's. I, I know he's intelligent, but it's just like. You add that over a beat and he's going fast. And I used to just be like, I can't even rap along with this. I don't even know what you're talking about for so, a really long time. That's a fair point. But I think those points are also some of the reasons that show how good of a, a lyricist he is. So mm-hmm. there and he's not like this on all of the songs. And this this is why he's such a good artist, because he can like move between those two types of styles. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there are some songs where like lyrically they're just dense. Like you need yes. to like look up the lyrics and be like, wow, I didn't even hear that he said that cause he mm-hmm. was rapping so fast and he fits so many like syllables into this line. But you know, that's the, that's what people who are really good at r- technically rapping can do. Um, which is a skill that not many in the game have like right. Lupe, Eminem, like those are the, some yeah. of the two who can really <clears throat> yes. do that. Um, but yeah, I do see that point. I, do yeah, see that I don't point. have to look up nothing ego say. <laughs> <laughs> or Cardi B. But, um... uh, you can relax. <laughs> I've had to look up a couple things. Yeah, what Barty mean? Uh, but, uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just it's kidding. Cardi but, with a B. It's your blood. <laughs> I did my research. But um, but one thing with Kendrick is that I, I, I echo what Amon said that I think 
which what defines a good lyricist for me is someone who you really don't get what there's something that sounds good on the surface, but once you do research, you have more appreciation for what they said yeah. jam packed in those bars. Yeah. But when it comes to Kendrick, because that's how I felt about Lupe. Mm-hmm. I feel like I had to reach a certain age limit, you yeah. know, <laughs> IQ for test adults. to understand, yeah. like, all right, yeah. what 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 language is he speaking? Like, pass, <laughs> kick, push. Yeah, like, pass, <laughs> kick, push. I really, that last album, I was like, what is even the title of the album? Like, I don't even get Oh, Tetra on Youth. Yeah, about. I was just like, so, but like, but yeah. with, with Kendrick, I think he had to, I think outside of his, like, um, his singles, mm-hmm. it's he is really best to me to understand what he's talking about is if you listen to his albums like straight through because he would make a comment about um, a lot of his other songs that aren't singles would refer to the song before or refer to, you know, later on in the album that will come back up, you know, and like DNA and humble, like, yeah, those are relevant singles, but like it, it makes better sense within the concept of his album. And I think that's that would be, that may be the case with uh, what Chloe's talking about. Like, who are these people? What is he talking mm-hmm. about? Where is he referring to? And he could be referring to, like, the intro when he was talking to that lady, you know, or yeah. he was talking to... I mean, was it a lady or an old, old man? I think it was a lady. Yeah, it was a lady. And so, like, but he could have made that same reference and nobody would really understand who he's talking to if you just listen to number seven song, you know? Yeah. So And that might be my issue because I'm like, I'm definitely like a, like a, I'll listen to a piece here. A piece, uh-huh. Whatever song is popular is what I'll listen to. I just got into like listening to full albums, like okay. maybe like a couple years ago. So thank you, baby. God, let me <laughs> that. No problem. No problem, man. <laughs> uh, so shout out to Kendrick. Um, was that, what win was that? Is that his first win of the day? No, he won. Uh, he won for DNA. So his second award of the evening, best rap song. Let's jump into that. Um, the nominees were DNA by Kendrick Lamar, Sheether by Remy Ma, The Story of OJ by Jay Z, Drinking Sessions by Big Crit, Humble by Kendrick Lamar, and I'm Not Racist by Joyner Lucas. Uh, this was a this was a tough category as well. Um, we have a tie for second place, but the winner of this was DNA by Kendrick Lamar. It won by one vote. All right. Um, let me see what we all had. So Karen, Joe, Karen, Joe and I voted for DNA. Chloe, you voted for the story of OJ by Jay-Z, which is a commendable, commendable choice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It is a great song. Did you have anything to say for uh, the story about that? That was your song, too. It was. <laughs> it was. All it was. The time. <laughs> I was so tired of that song. <laughs> it, was, it was one of the ones tied for second place with Humble by Kenji Lamar. So. Um, how do I want to advocate? Well, I didn't think I was going to lose this one. <laughs> can you come back to me? I can. Okay. I, can. I do like a good Nina Simone feature. Mm. And I say good because Kanye had some bad Nina Simone features. <laughs> um, what you mean? You don't like Blood on the Leaves? <laughs> it's just a weird use of that song. It is. It was It was, It was. was. It was out there. <laughs> I can't advocate for that. Nah. We're not here to talk about Kanye. Yeah. Um, DNA. I just really like that song. I don't know. On a really visceral level, I didn't think about it too much. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
as far as you know the songs on the list i thought that dna was the song that best i don't know it best represented a rap song to me like the fact that from start to finish kendrick just gave you bar after bar after bar of just like straight fire over like a heavy beat like you could listen to that beat alone with no lyrics and you would still start like moving your head. Like it's just the beat alone. I believe Mike will made it made it. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, that that beat alone is great. It coupled with what Kendrick can do on the mic, which we just talked about um, together, made for I think one of the best rap songs of the year. Okay, I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to pull a Karen. I liked it because I liked it. <laughs> Boom. Yep. <laughs> no, I, I, there was, I just, I, I really love that song. Uh-huh. That, um, and I can't think about the song without thinking about the video. Yeah, they were like, the same. Yeah. They were just like a, and then what was the part I kept singing over and over, babe? I'm not black, I'm OJ. And then I would pause. I'm like, Okay, you know, like, I just really, really, really loved everything about that song. And I'm not, I'm not sure what the, um, who were they sampling in that song, but I thought that was, I really liked the the oh, way that they yeah. sampled it and like yeah. had it on repeat. I'm not sure like what the technical definition of what he did with the uh-huh. sample, but like that cutting it short and then having it on, I just really, I, I liked everything about that song. Yeah. And then I just, yeah, I had just finished watching the OJ trials it on Netflix. Very timely for what yes, we were, it was we perfect. And OJ. then I got on Instagram and there was praise dancing to it. And I was like, this song <laughs> is everywhere. <laughs> yeah. I was just it was it was amazing. It was yeah. really informative too. Yeah. It, like, was. it was it was really informative and it gave a little insight to like just a little snippet to how he moved and how people in his tax bracket, uh-huh. like people that that he's around and like that he sees how they think mm-hmm. and how they how they view people that like you know the younger artists or uh-huh. even not even just the younger artists but just the artists that kind of stay in that same mindset yeah mm-hmm. the ones on Instagram putting money to yeah them. like yeah. like stuff like that it's like um he just basically put in perspective of like look like I buy art and I just keep that junk you know what I mean or I buy this and or I do this Mm-hmm. And he's like established credit. Like people may vibe to that, but also like the fact that like Chloe is rapping to it all the time. When I was hearing it all the time, and I'm like, mm-hmm. man, that's really saying a message. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like everybody wants to compare themselves to Jay Z, but Jay Z rarely gives you an insight to how he got there mm-hmm. or like his thought process in terms of his money. You yeah. know what I mean? He kind of always goes back in terms about how he was in a rap game and how he's married with kids, but Uh, not really about how he made the money other than rapping or how he sustains it. So like buying property and, 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 uh, buying, you know, different assets and Mm -hmm. how you are viewed, like you're going to stay down there. People on his level was laughing at you. Cause Mm -hmm. like, (laughs) you know, they, they can't put money in their hand, the money that they really have in their hand. Right. So large. So (laughs) like, I just thought that was a, it was a really good song. It was really informative. Yeah. And to, to advocate finally for the story of OJ, I think uh, some of the keys to making a really good rap song is being able to do what Jay-Z did in this song, which is, you know, make a song that's catchy, but at the same time, you know, 
have, you know, get very introspective in it and actually talk about something substantial. Mm-hmm. So the fact that he could balance, you know, making a song that can play on the radio and nobody really think twice of it or that is always like in your head, but also saying something real is, you know, what, you know, making a good rap song is all about. So mm-hmm. yeah. it it deserved to be in second place. And I think we could say the same things about Humble, yeah. by Kendrick. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's jump into best rap album. Mm. Oh man, people had a lot of this. This one went back and forth up until the last minute, but the winner edged out by two votes, and it received fifty percent of the vote. The nominees were "Damn" by Kendrick Lamar, "Four Forty Four" by Jay Z, "Flower Boy" by Tyler the Creator, "Forever Is a Mighty Long Time" by Big Crit. Culture by Migos and All American Badass by Joey Badass. The winner was Damn by Kendrick Oh, yeah. Okay, I have reasons for my whatever. And <laughs> I will say nobody in this room voted for Damn. Yeah. Uh, myself, Joe, and Chloe voted for 444. Mm-hmm. Karen voted for Forever Is a Mighty Long Time. Karen, why Big Crit's album? You know. I, this could be just because I am not as plugged in to what's happening in rap uh-huh. on a day-to-day album-to-album level uh, as I would say Ahmad and Joe probably are. But I haven't heard a really good like Southern rap album mm. that I could vibe with, meaning yeah. that like wasn't horribly offensive. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> probably since yeah, Speaker Box The Love Below. Uh-huh. So for me, it just years. it was just refreshing to hear like another two part Southern album, yeah. sort of updated for today. Big Crit is really good. He is obviously. Yes. Um, yeah, that was That's a good answer. My vote. That's a that that makes sense. Um, I think I was I think I was politicking a little here when I chose four forty four. So you know the way I thought about it, I was like, look. Kendrick deserves his things and he's going to get his things. <laughs> um, but, you know, Jay-Z deserves some credit for what he did this year. Mm-hmm. In a in a year where, you know, Jay-Z probably could have retired and I think I would have been okay with it. Mm-hmm. Um, especially after his last album, I wasn't really feeling. You know, we all knew we were getting an album last year and we all knew he was going to address Lemonade and Beyonce we weren't sure how he was going to do it but it was crucial to his career how he did it Mm -hmm. and crucial to the fan base that he has how he did it and I think that he did it in the best way possible and I mean not that it was just him because you know how this works with Jay-Z and Beyonce I'm sure they both sat down and planned out both of those albums together together. right but, you know, I think what Jay-Z came up with um, was a great album, and it was important for the culture, and it was important for different parts of the culture. Like, there's songs on there for the old heads, there's songs on there for the mumble rapper, like, lovers. You know, he he was able to give you something that everybody could enjoy. I mean, except for 50 Cent. 50 Cent didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't 50 he? 50 Cent don't like much. 50 Cent's a hater. He's yeah, a hater. He's a hater. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so that's that's why I voted for four forty four. Um, Joe and Chloe, do y'all have any anything different? 
Politics. <laughs> Politics. You got to understand the game. Yeah, uh, yeah. Can't win them all. Can't win them all. Yeah. But I definitely thought he deserved to win something. So, right, right. Um, I had to make a conscious decision. And so, like, <laughs> I thought I thought this was, like, I thought he did this very well. I know Jay-Z normally doesn't comment about his personal life. No. He's really good at making people seem like, you know what I'm going through. But it's all, like, it was really personal. And, you know, and it's kind of, like, more expected from Beyonce. Because she got personal since, like, Beyonce album. (laughs) Yeah. I think that was the first album where she got personal. Um, And so it was a shock to me. And he really poured out a lot in yeah. this album, and I thought it was magically crafted, and in a way where I'd never really heard him before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, even with the things about his mom, the things about yeah. his family, yeah. I thought that was that yeah. song was crazy. And so, um, in a good way, not crazy, right? Right? Wild, you know? <laughs> wow! 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 <laughs> I'm sorry, but um, I tried doing that with you, though, but. Um, but I think that that this album was really nice, and it was yeah. unexpected from a a living legend so. for real. So yeah, okay. Chloe, anything to add? No, Joseph, um, he did such a good job of summing it up. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think it was really personal. I also like all of the um, granted because I don't have title. Yeah, I couldn't really yeah, see it, but like he did a lot of follow up interviews. Yeah. He kind of turned mm-hmm. it into a larger conversation yeah, with other men in the industry, and mm-hmm. so yeah, I just I really I really like that where you're not just putting out songs, but there was a a bigger movement mm-hmm. behind it, and so yeah, you gotta respect when that much work is put into something, and then again, him being personal when he really just like he never talks about Absolutely. anything in his personal life, so. And he had not only with other men, it was other married men. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it was other like basketball players, rappers, actors. You, actors. Yeah. They were they were married men too. So yeah, I forgot all about that. It was it was big. I still haven't yeah. seen it. But it was big. That's so you did funny. good. Yeah. Shout out to Jay Z. Also with Uncle Jay Z. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle. Um, so let's get into the big three categories. Song of the year, record of the year, album of the year. These are also three of the big four for the Grammys, same criteria applies. So song of the year. This is related to songwriting. So the song of the year award is, you know, really kind of based off of lyrics, song structure, um, that type of thing. While record of the year is more the production, the artist and the performance itself. Um, So the nominees for song of the year are... Humble by Kendrick Lamar, Bodak Yellow by Cardi B, The Weeknd by SZA, I'm the One by DJ Khaled, and Bank Account by 21 Savage. This one came down to the wire. The winner by one vote was The Weeknd mm. by SZA. Captured another one. <laughs> um, Chloe, you voted for Bodak Yellow. I sure did. <laughs> and I think I think you said you said. Um, exactly how you feel about Cardi B mm-hmm. so far, and I think that was a good choice as well. You Wait, know? what did you guys vote for? We all voted for the weekend. Oh, so that's why I was singled out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> I didn't make that clear. I was here listening. And I was like, and Joseph, <laughs> and you, and Karen. I, I, I got this vote from like what I see now. What I hear the most is I hear the weekend the most. Uh huh. Um. I, I 
all the other like between Bodak Yellow and and the weekend, I feel like the weekend will last longer. I agree. Like, you know how the long the, mm, the yeah the longevity of that song will be yeah you know it I I feel like it'll always be relatable to a group of people you know and Bodak seconds. Yellow won't does she say she <laughs> what to, to who, who? <laughs> let's find out and see that's pretty relatable actually. <laughs> exactly Cardi B you, you know, know where I'm at you know where you know where I'm be. that's true <laughs> hey actually. I know y'all not in the studio right now, but they all just rap this to me. <laughs> <laughs> Lift me all in the eye. They all look in the eye. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's that's true. That's that's a pretty relatable song. <laughs> but um, I think the weekend is a little bit. I I voted for this. Um, I I think I've been saying since Control came out how relatable that album was as a whole. Uh, but this song specifically, I think, spoke to so many women. In the culture, um, and I think that more than the beat, that was a testament to the lyrics. Like it was a testament to the story and the uh, concept that SZA played out over the song. And that's why, you know, from a songwriting standpoint, I decided that she deserved that win. I also yeah. think it's the rare song and the rare popular song these days that like portrays a woman in a situationship as not being hurt and devastated by the situation shit. Like she right. knows what True. she's doing. Yeah. She was in the power. And she's fine situation. with it. Yeah. She yeah. was completely mm-hmm. fine with it. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely a song for the culture. Like I feel like like it's not like you're gonna listen to Bodak Yellow and be like, ah yeah, it came out around twenty seventeen because <laughs> that's what you know what I mean? Like I don't uh-huh. think you're ever gonna be able to tie that song to a specific, you know, point in time. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, the weekend is for like the women's movement and things like that. It's mm-hmm. really yeah, you can tie it to like this this point in time so I'm good yeah. shout out that. to SZA racking up tonight it's like her fourth or fifth one yeah I think four or five yeah so congratulations to her yeah let's uh jump into record of the year so as I uh mentioned that is about the performance the production the artist itself um so like you know the vibe the music rather than the uh lyrics so the nominees were Humble by Kendrick Lamar, Love Galore featuring Travis Scott by SZA, Wild Thoughts by DJ Khaled, Lemon by NERD, and I'm the One by DJ Khaled. Capturing 50% of the vote, Record of the Year is Humble by Kendrick Lamar. Um, Karen and Joe, you both voted for Humble. Mm-hmm. Chloe, you voted for Love Galore. Mm-hmm. I personally voted for Wild Thoughts. Um, by DJ Khaled Um, because thinking you know what record of the year means when I think about the beat and the you know the song that was sampled to make that beat um, that song by Santana and how iconic that song is on its own and how DJ Khaled and the producer who produced the song um took that and flipped it into another like upbeat track that Rihanna just came over and smashed like between her performance on this track to how the beat came together. Um, I had to give it to, to wild thoughts. Um, Karen, I have a rebuttal Uh because I almost voted for wild thoughts, Uh but in terms of performance, 
Mm-hmm. I think that Rihanna can do so much more, and she's demonstrated that she can do so mm-hmm. much more. Mm-hmm. So in the context of everything else in her catalog, I don't know if, like Chloe said, in five years, mm. this is going to be a standout track. No, no it won't. No, it's, it won't. it's not a standout track for this category. Honestly, I'm, I, I, I thought it was a nice song, but the weight it holds isn't much. Mm. I mean... Yeah, that was, that was pretty much it. I, I generally think that DJ Khaled is like a little overrated. Like, I'm just like... <laughs> that was, I just that think, was... like, I don't know, like, I really get irritated with him having like 10 different people on a song. Like, I think, you know, I don't know. And I, I don't see why Bryson Tiller had to be on Wild Thoughts. I don't really yeah, think he, he made a much. difference. No. So like, yeah, like, I'm just starting to, like, his music, he, he's just starting to be like a little too, like, Overrated. Hey, he can bring days. everybody together. He is the R. He is the rap Kirk Franklin. Like, <laughs> he is. The, he is, but like, like okay, for like I'm the one. What is the point in having like I don't I I don't know like I don't like why was Lil Wayne on I'm the one? I don't even think like I do why. Trying to put out that so you hear like, like you hit a lighter and then the, the like I just don't Look, I don't Lil Wayne he doesn't get, get that many opportunities to rap yeah, now. gotta take advantage. Birdman, Birdman got him on the lock and key. <laughs> he gotta take advantage. They still going through that. So huh? when, he, when you hear that that lighter, right, you know yeah. it's in pain. Right, he's like, huh? <laughs> he gonna be like, <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, but I feel like humble. Humble felt like uh, Kendrick really putting a stake in the, in the ground in terms of what this era, this whole Kung Fu Kenny <laughs> persona was going to be. Yeah. Uh, and so that's why he got my vote. Okay. Okay. All right. I just really liked how SZA pronounced uh, niggas. Saying niggas. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> But can we not say that on your show? No, nah, yeah. Nah, we're, we're good. This is an explicit podcast. I was like, I done embarrassed my man. No, you good. I'm done you with good. these knee guys. She did. She That's did. That's it. Got my vote right there. Done. Pause. Love Um, I will say that Love Galore got second place in that category Um, with a substantial amount of votes so it was close between humble and love galore until a few of those final votes trickled in and humble got the win final category um and one that was not as heavily contested as i thought it could have been um but album of the year um the nominees were damn by kendrick lamar 444 by jay-z morning after by division Mm-hmm. Control by SZA, Freudian by Daniel Caesar, mm-hmm. Forever is a Mighty Long Time by Big Crit. Mm-hmm. Drum roll. Six six nominees. Only three of them received votes. The winner with 71% of the Ooh. vote. Damn by Kendrick Lamar. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Chloe is looking sad because she voted for Control by SZA. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she won enough tonight. It's okay. I will she, say she is winning. Uh, Control by SZA did receive some other votes, so you weren't alone. And it was a great album. But I um, take it you guys. We all voted for Dan. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't know if I can... Like I feel like I feel like I probably took up like maybe three podcasts last year on how good Damn was. Like it's and I'm not to like repeat myself too much, but you know, from Kendrick's lyricism throughout the album, his ability to um 
balance making radio friendly hits and lyrical bangers and just straight lyricism and concept without uh, straying from his brand. I think all of that combined to make, you know, damn, I think the best album that was released last year. Yeah. Uh, thoughts, Karen and Joe? Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think we spent so much time talking about how great Kendrick Lamar is already tonight. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's great the album's great you can listen to it backwards you can listen to it forwards yeah, yeah that whole thing it alone could have you know that blew my mind yeah, yeah. that blew my yeah. mind it, I, I think it's better backwards yeah and I think that's what made me choose the um what was the one I gave Jay-Z? 444 uh, gave, for uh, rap album I gave, I gave Jay-Z rap album of the year because I felt like this album should have went um, album of the year. Same. That's exactly. Why so I like, for, for, I had to give because because I was I but I I did two votes right. So I did one just close my eyes. Which one do I like without doing any research? Uh-huh. What my gut feeling tell me right off the bat. And Kendrick won both of them. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I was like, but that's Jay Z, and that's how people vote. They be like, Jay Z and Beyonce can't put out anything and not win something. You know what I'm saying? Yes. That's just unfortunately that's how it works. You know, and so like, yeah. I was like, but Jay Z's album. Not only was he in that category, but he did a really good job, and he deserved to win something. And I was like, Kendrick is gonna win, yeah, regardless of what I feel. I'm, I'm I was pretty <laughs> confident that he was gonna win one of those categories. Yeah, it was all about which one was I gonna yeah. choose. That's my same mindset. I was like, look, I I think I I know the Academy. Yeah. I was like, I think I know the Academy. I think. I know that they know that Dan was the best album of the year. Right. So I was like, Jay-Z, let's politic a little. Yep. You know, this is how the Grammys is in real life. Like, mm-hmm. they're like, look, you do this for us, you get this category. And, you know, it's a weird way to do awards that should be based off merit. But, you know, for this award it's show. America. Nothing's <laughs> right, based on right. merit. Yeah, and they, that's why they have those weird categories. They'll have best rap album, and then they'll have best urban, urban contemporary, contemporary album. Yeah. And they, they, they do a lot of weird they stuff. They just do that so, like, all right. Jay Z should have won this one, so we'll give him that one and give it to Kim. Like that's the reason why it's so many. You mm-hmm. you hate it, but you get it once you're in that position. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because yeah. so now that hard. we're important people, we're so this is so important. Decisions. They're gonna get their awards in the mail because Ahmad's gonna pay for this. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> we didn't all have to chip in for that. Uh, so. <laughs> They will put it at the top of their little award stand and <laughs> be okay. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh, shout out to the winners for the second annual Thinking Outside the Boombox Hip Hop and R and B Awards. Um, it looks like Kendrick took home the most with six. Mm. SZA follows right up with. Uh, let me count these real quick. It's going by really quickly. Uh, one, two, three, f- with four. So, you know, Susan and Kendrick, which, you know, it makes sense. Like, yeah. if I, if you were to ask me, like, before we did this, like, who would come out with the most votes, I would have said Kendrick and SZA. So I think, you know, the Academy proved um, that they have, that all of us have our finger on the pulse of, you know, hip-hop and R&B and what were the best albums and songs for the past year. 
And I want to thank you all for being a part of the Academy. I want to thank everybody who voted in the Academy for being a part of it. It means a lot. Um, and, you know, hopefully we'll be right back here for the third annual award show next year. Hey. But this was a good one. This was a good one. Yeah. It was a fun, fun thing to get everybody involved like this. And I think it turned out well. Yeah. So I shout out to y'all. Thank you. I think Thank they you. I think they had the best years along with Cardi B. Yeah. Like for sure. SZA, Kendrick, Cardi B had the best years mm-hmm. on this list. Uh, through all the artists. Yeah. They had the best years. So, yeah. I think that shows yeah, who had a good year Absolutely. based on the awards they took home. Are you going to name all the people who voted? Um, I didn't know if they wanted to, you know to stay like yeah i didn't know if they wanted to stay anonymous or not okay um in case they don't want their names out here or something like that i don't know okay <laughs> but um so that is the reason why i'm not naming names i don't know if y'all you know want your stuff out here but i do thank you all from the bottom of my heart <laughs> um and and mostly i i think uh people for you know the time and effort they put into it because there were some, you know, some heated discussions over these nominees, some some serious thought put into the votes. So, you know, I appreciate that. The Academy's going strong. So, yeah. Happy to help. For sure. And it will continue to grow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? We might have like 60 people voting. Oh, man. <laughs> Kendrick Lamar might get like two votes and end up losing to like, I Say don't that. know, Earl Sweatshirt or something. Oh, <laughs> No shade. A horrible 2018. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so that is it for the Dig Deeper segment for this week. Um, you know, keep listening to the podcast. Tell your friends. Subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. Um, I will be back next week with the Grammy episode. The Grammys are this Sunday on the 28th. Um, so I will be back next Wednesday with an episode to discuss the award show and also to see how my predictions held up. Last year, I did pretty well. I think I went 9 for 14, so we're going to see if I can get a little bit closer to a perfect score this year with my predictions. Um, So I'm excited about that. So tune in next week to hear about the Grammys. Um, That is it for Thinking Outside the Boombox, your number one source for hip-hop and R&B news. I'll see you next week. Peace. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 